Welcome to the Gina and Randy Show, Gina and Randy Show. America's most listened to podcast ever. Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true. Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy. The Gina and Randy Show. On the Toad Hop Network. Welcome, everybody, to a beautiful Friday here in Hollywood, California. The Gina and Randy Show. Gina, Randy, here at the... uh, Oh, Randy. There there you go. go. Universal Studios uh, here... Uni Studios. Uni Studios at, on Twitter. At Uni Studios. Yeah, I'm in the middle of a uh, little war with Universal Studios. Mm. Not a war, just because um, <laughs> I love Universal Studios. There's nobody. The I mean, I have been to Universal how many times this year? A thousand. Yeah. I've been on the tram so many times during the week, I could do it better than the person in the tram. And if you've been there on the week, you know that's true. Oh. But uh, Universal Studios, I love it. Been going since I was a kid. I go 10,000 times a year. It's one of my favorite places in the world. It's mm. one of my places where my family comes to bond. Yeah, it's like church for you people. And one of the things we always bonded over was the turkey legs. Yeah. But now with the Flintstones barbecue, they discontinued the turkey legs. So what would you like people to do as a call to action? Well, if you, uh, if you are me, like a, a big lover of the turkey legs, let your appreciation for the turkey leg be known by tweeting... At Uni Studios, bring back the turkey leg. <laughs> Randy Way, it's not even for me. I don't even eat this yeah. stuff anymore. I'm a juicer. This is for my dad. Yeah. This is for my family. He loves and the turkey leg. Kind of for my mom, too, just because my dad's a lot dad happy. to deal with when he's had a turkey leg. Because honestly, you know, we went to Disneyland, we went to Universal, and all he's talking about is, when are we going to get that turkey leg? Get that leg? turkey leg, man. Well, yeah, leg. so Randy would like that. I can't believe if, you, if a turkey leg was offered to you right now, you wouldn't eat it. Oh, I would. I would, too. Uh, so, you had one. You oh. know. Jean and I went to Magic Mountain once oh. together, and I talked her into a turkey leg, and it was one of the most Damn disgusting delicious. meals we had together, oh. but, oh, was it a beautiful meal. It was so meal. delicious. So, uh, so hop on board. Help, help Randy's father. Um, and, of course, uh, you have to do your homework here. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Toad Hop Network, Gina and Randy, Pretty Good PCAST, Gina Grad, Sirius Blackman, of course, Elijah Black, Screening the Calls, Executive Producing Like a Mofo today. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm in a sort of a schmata today. I just, I couldn't get it up to get dressed because I'm out of clothes. So, wait, is this your sleepwear? I mean, kind of, yeah. Wow, you're running out of, you, I, I know, I'm clothes. running out as well. I don't have time right now to do laundry because yeah. I'm working like three jobs, but. Oh, you don't have time to do laundry when you have a washer and dryer in your apartment? I'm never Ooh. home. Ooh. What? Oh, I, I, That's true. You you aren't home very often. These but I'm still jealous. Second day on these pants. Oh, look at you. Um, now, I should be sort of refreshed because I had a wonderful night last night. Um, I'm not going to tell you too much about it because they're re-showing it next week, and I don't want I don't want there to be any spoilers. Oh, damn! But uh, getting those calls in already, very exciting. But I'll tell you this first: um, I went to my favorite thing in the whole world, which is um, This American Life. Oh, that was last night. Yes, it's like a storytelling sort of lifestyle radio show. But every couple of years, they do like a big movie theater spectacular, it was shown on two continents live. Uh, in Chicago, New York, Canada, all over the country, oh. Brazil, Australia. When Elijah and I went to go see Avengers last Friday, there was like a billboard trailer for it, and we thought it would look pretty boring. How was it? It was awesome. Cool. There were so many surprises. There was dance and comedy and storytelling and music, and it was very interactive, and I'm not going to say why, but if you happen to be going on Tuesday, 
download the app that they ask you to download, and Ooh. it will blow your mind. So you're in a movie theater watching the same show that a bunch of other people Yeah, it's watching. live. It's actually happening right then. They're broadcasting it? Yes. Wow. It's happening right then at that moment, and it's incredible. And it's so funny because you know that the people on the screen can't hear you, but there was so much clapping, like, please welcome so-and-so, and everyone's like, woo! Yeah, there was so much of that I couldn't even stop myself. So it was awesome, uh, awesome, uh, awesome. It was awesome. So it was really great. And uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure I'm not a betting woman, but if I was a betting woman, pretty sure we have the gentleman who bought me my tickets to the show last night. Really? Calling in right now. Talk about a segue. I mean, it couldn't have gone smoother if we asked him to call. Let's talk to Eddie right now. Hi, Eddie. You're on with Gina and Randy. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I it, just have uh, one thing to say. Yes, dear. Uh, I just have to tell you, I love your voice. <laughs> Aww. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> you mean my speaking voice? Yeah. Did you go last night? I did. Oh, I what did you... Th- Wait, were we in the same... Don't tell me we were in the same theater. No, and unfortunately, I uh, I live in Montebello. So oh, I, okay. I was uh, down in Alhambra. Oh, Alhambra. What did you think of the show? Oh, I loved it. Wasn't it incredible? It oh, was. It was so fun. And I got to tell you what uh, Eddie's uh, referring to a little inside joke. Um, I have heard that story told a hundred times and it was like I'd never heard it before. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. And let's just, I, I'm not going to spoil it, but when the, the next part happened, it was like it was happening to me. I was so excited. So I mean, did you did you enjoy the surprise as well? I did. I was uh, completely shocked when, uh, when that yeah, happened. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It was awesome. And I took my, my good buddy Lauren, and she loved it, and it was amazing. And I honestly, I can't thank you enough. It was Amazing! It was just what I needed, and I love them, and I love, oh, my God, everybody. I love Mike Berbelia, the Terry Gross thing. It was all wonderful, and I cannot thank you enough. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you, my dearest. It never ends. It never ends. These people are gifts that keep on giving. They, I mean, they're presents, but damn, then they uh, throw in a little extra hot sauce, and ooh! Boom! Um, Eddie, I'm going to tell you about uh, my disturbing sex dream with Portia de Rossi now. Is that Okay. Oh, definitely. All right. We love you. Thank you so much. How much Arrested Development are you watching? Too much. So I go home. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm still like on a high. I can't go to sleep because it was just such an... Eddie knows. Like, it was such an incredible night. It was was just... It was inspiring and it was funny. It was... Oh, it was amazing. So, uh, and that was all thanks to Eddie. So, Eddie, thank you so much again. Good job, dude. Oh, Eddie, it was, it was beautiful, and I really appreciate it. So, I get home, and I'm like, well, i got to wind down because I'm so excited. I'll watch a little more Rest of Development that I've seen 8,000 times. So, I'm watching, and it's all good. And it was the episode where... Uh, Portia de Rossi, uh, who's one of the, one Lindsay of the, Bluth. Lindsay Bluth in the family, uh, is Gene hitting, K. is hitting on her daughter's love interest. So her daughter tells the love interest that her mom's really a, a, a tranny, tranny a, sh- a shamale. Yeah, she gets her a shemale. Mm. She says, "Oh, it's a shamale." So I have Thank a dream. You, Steve. I have a dream that uh, I'm at this huge house party. Huge house party. And all of a sudden, Portia de Rossi and I start talking. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's so hot. And I keep calling her Mandy Johnson because, you know, that's her real name. Really? Yeah, her name's Mandy Johnson. That's so much. 
I like that way better than Portia de Rossi. I think she said, I, I read this one time, but Portia is because it's from a, a Shakespeare play. Yeah. And de Rossi, she wanted to sound Italian, which she couldn't look less Italian if she tried. Yeah, I don't get that at yeah, all. Yeah, so her name is Mandy Johnson. Mandy Johnson. So, um, so we hit it off at this party. Again, this is a dream, in case you're just tuning in at this moment. And uh, everything's going really well. All of a sudden, Mandy Johnson and I start making out. What? Yeah. Yeah. You and Mandy po- Johnson. Portia de Rossi start Lindsay making out. Lindsay Funke. Yes. And I'm like, oh my God, she's so hot. Like in my dream, it doesn't make any difference whether it's a dude or a chick. Like it just, it's like, oh. Here we go. Mandy Johnson. You're not going to say no. So all of a sudden we're in this bathroom and, um, you know, I think my father actually got up to listen to this this morning. Oh yeah. That's a bum out. Oh well. Uh, maybe hit the old uh, mute button there, Father, and I uh, will try not to make my visuals too expressive. So we go in this bathroom, and all of a sudden, she's like, there's something I have to show you. And I was like, okay. And uh, she pulls down her pants. Huh? And she has a big old penis. Whoa! Now, in general, I'm a fan. You know, I'm a straight lady, and... Uh, you know, it's all good oh and God. whatever. I've never, ever thought of a more literal translation from a dream. You watch the she episode yep. of Arrested Development, and you're about to do Portia de Rossi yeah. as a she Exactly. So I start to get, I go all crying game on her. Like, oh, my God! Like, I am no sick. Bueno. I am, and I thought I was way more open-minded, but even in my dream state, I'm like, oh, God! You're you're a killer with fire. You're a monster. So I don't know why I had that adverse reaction, but I did. Yeah, you're the biggest fan of trannies. So I can't get out of this bathroom. I'm trapped. And she's like chasing me around with her wang out. No offense. And she said it's because Ellen asked her to get it. So she had it surgically done. And I'm like, but that doesn't make any sense either. So before I can deal too much with what's happening to me, Hulk Hogan kicks down the door of the bathroom. What? The Hulkster? He's and in the house? I, I'm like, why is why is he here? Like, I'm sort of trying to figure, do, deal with something right now. Why is Hulk Hogan here? In his old school, like, Hulkamania, like, real American outfit. He goes past us into the shower and saves this girl who I guess OD'd in the bathtub and carries her out. And then I woke up. That was the dream. That was the dream. That was bizarre. So that is what happens to me when I sleep. It, I basically live in Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm like, don't go to sleep. Yeah. Stay up for as long as you can. But in some of your cases, you wish Freddy Krueger was the person. Exactly. Now, I got to admit, it started out it just started fine. It started out great. Just fine. Yeah. And then she pulled out that uh, wango. And I was, I didn't know what to do. And, you know, and that's why it doesn't make any sense. What, what do you think that means? Because, I mean, you know, maybe Freud would say, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it was a penis. I'm but I was scared ex- of it. I'm going to tell you exactly what it means. Uh-oh. You fell asleep watching Arrested <laughs> Development. <laughs> that's what it means. Where did the Hulkster come in? You were, you did the Sh- Lone March show the other day. You're and right. Hulk does get an auto title, You're brother. Right. By the way, I cannot confirm this. This is just something I heard. I'm sure he's a much classier guy than this. But I actually heard the other day, I was going to tell you and Elijah this. Do you know, uh, allegedly, this is a rumor that somebody at work told me, why he started doing this with the can I hear you thing? (laughs) The, yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where uh, uh, I heard why he started doing that? Why? 
This is horrible. I can't I can't believe that he would do this. So I it's probably not true. But um, as a sort of slap in the face to Lou Ferrigno who can't hear. And he <laughs> and he's and he's also the Hulk. He does it to go after the Hulk. Wow. Like what's that you say, Lou Ferrigno? I didn't catch that. Oh wait, maybe I did. I have two working ears. All right, Lou, the next time you see Hulk Hogan, I got two words for you. Hulk smash. Yes. I don't know if it's true, but that's what someone at work told me. Um, wow. I wish I had, you know, I wish I had these magical dream nights like do you? you. But uh last couple nights, even if I do have a dream, gets interrupted real quick. Oh, can I just say something real quick to a yeah. uh, 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 we have an E heckler. Uh first of all, someone tells me that my dream means that uh I'm supposed to say more prayers and take more vitamins. Uh I don't know. I don't do a lot of praying. Maybe you're right. Um, and Velvet Bunny, who's always ready at the ready with a sarcastic little quip, um, says, oh, I missed the first seven minutes about juicing. Darn. Guess what, bitch? Just told my sex dream about Portia de Rossi. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to juicing now that we know you're here. All right. Juicing. Let's go, everybody. <laughs> so, so, kale, carrots, <laughs> celery. Let's you, go. You get some nice kale. Get a nice kale. Get some get nice, nice carrots. carrots. And, you know, I was fat. I was sick. And then I was nearly dead. Then I started juicing and got a nice juice. We got a nice kale. Then I started losing all this weight. All right. So I had a decent night, even though it ended horrifically in my dreams. I still had a great night. In fact, I feel great this morning. Even though I didn't sleep a lot, I feel refreshed because I, I, I got to sort of in, indulge in this cultural phenomenon. A lot of white people, by the way. White people love national public radio. Oh, I would assume only oh, white people. So many, a couple national. a smattering of Asians, I'm not going to lie, but a lot of white people. But I had a, a, a some some would say too many. But really really fun, really cultural, really beautiful night and it it kept me going through the whole night. So, did you have a similar experience? No. What happened? No. Well, the past two nights have been really really bizarre. Gina? Yes, dear. I didn't even know if I was going to talk about this on the air, but I oh. think I have to. Okay. I'm being harassed. And what, do you, what do you mean harassed? I mean, last night I was called six times by a block number between the hours of 3 and 6 a.m. Hmm. And last night I was called seven times by a block number between the hours of 1 and 6 a.m. You would naturally assume this is my creditors calling. I, I would assume, yeah. But it's not. I would have no problem <clears throat> with that. That's understandable why they'd be calling me. Okay, I have. who would be... Who would be calling you? The only person I can think of is like, is it like our friend Ashley Mendel, who's on another continent, who doesn't realize it's one in the morning? No. One of our friends in another country? No. Usually our friends in other countries are pretty considerate of what time it is. Yeah. I mean, most people with their smartphone can tell you what time it is. No. This is just a colossal asshole. So do you know this person? Yeah. I know this person pretty well. I'm not going to say who it is. Okay. But he's a major asshole. (laughs) Major asshole. Why is he calling you? What's he saying? He's calling me at three in the morning, talking gibberish, asking to help motivate me. He wants to come over to my house every morning at three a.m. to help motivate me. At help three a.m. Yeah, he wants me to be like him, so he wants to come over and call me every day at three a.m. And we're gonna change your life because I can't sleep at night. So I'm gonna call you, Randy. I'm gonna call you, and everything's gonna be amazing. Now, let's just quickly disclaim and say. We know who you guys are thinking it is. It's, it's not. not that person. It is not that person. It's not. Sure. It don't go to the obvious. It's not him. It's somebody else. No, it is a new not friend. him. And in fact, it's somebody that I cannot believe has the free time to do this. <laughs> this is a very successful person. So 
they're calling you at telling you that they want to come to your house at 3 a.m.? Yeah, this man, yeah, it's a man. It's a man. Asked me repeatedly for my home address so he can come over at 2 or 3 in the morning and maybe bring his friend Lester sometimes. What? Who, what? I asked, who's Lester? He said, oh, it's a Harlem Globetrotter. He'd be great for you. Did this person, do they have those dice with random words and they shake it and just put words in a random it's order? It's like the manatees on Family Guy. The shit coming out of this guy's mouth at 3 a.m. makes no freaking sense. At one point, he wanted Heidi and Frank's phone number. Like, oh, I'm you, just yeah, giving that oh, give, out. Give that out. Oh, yeah. they'd love that. We'd, we'd be on here every Friday for the rest of our lives if you did that. That's why they don't give me their phone number. Wow, Randy. Wow. Yeah, so it's been kind of crazy. The guy's even leaving insane voicemails, which I played for you off the air. Yeah, you did. And I got to tell you, you are known to hyperbolize. Me? Yes, you. Me? You you exaggerate a skosh every now no and then. Way. You know, uh two people becomes 10 people, uh you know, uh, whatever. You 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 tend to really lay it on with the lies. Um Randy, I almost say you didn't do this justice. All right. This was one of the craziest things I've ever experienced, and it didn't even happen to me. No, you just heard the voicemail secondhand. I what was, do I do? I don't know. Short of change your phone number, I don't think there's any reasoning with this person. Now, have you ever been phone harassed by a guy? Yes. What do you do? Well, with a girl, it's a little different because you can always wave that restraining order card at him. I guess you could do the same I thing. I could do the same. Is that is that the end-all, be-all answer eh, here? Well, uh, See, the problem with your situation is I don't think that this guy remembers in the morning that this happened. Oh, he remembers. He, he does? Yeah. Because he called me in the afternoon and wanted my number so he could start calling me again. And he's like, you know, give me your address so we can come by and I'm going to call you and I'm going to call you and I'm going to call and, you. Me and We're Lester, the Harlem Globetrotter. Me and Lester, <laughs> the Harlem Globetrotter. We're going to come over. I'm not making this shit up. He's not. I heard, I, I've heard so far, I've heard about six of the voicemails. And they are terrifying. I mean, crazy is interesting, but really, crazy is just too much to deal with yeah. right now. I don't need this in my life. Everything is starting to really simplify with me. I'm having a great time, yeah. and I, you know, the only time at night I sleep is between 12 and 6. That's it. You gotta, this guy's got to ruin that for me. Well, you got to turn the phone off. The actual phone's got to go off. You have to trust that if somebody's in a jam, an emergency, there's somebody else out there they can get a hold of. The only reason I picked up the first time, and I only picked up once, yeah. is because if you're getting a call from a block number at 3 a.m., yeah. don't you just assume one of your relatives is in the hospital? Something crazy happens, something like would. that. I probably it's would. It's got to be an emergency, not, hey, uh, i gotta, got to put a dealer together with you. And, uh, you know, this is going to be really Bring great. Bring Lester. Randy, I don't know where you are, but, um, yeah. you know, I don't know. You said you want me to call you, so mm. I'm here calling you. Maybe but you got it. It's okay, 6.30 so you in did, New York, yeah. but I'm not in New York right now. But, okay, uh, okay. Should, should you're really you. freaking me out, by the way. Yeah, that is it's non-stop i need this to go away i need this to stop i don't think you can stop this train do i have to change my phone number yes. i just changed it i, I like think, my new number i think you're gonna have to change it again because i don't think this is the kind of person that you reason with i don't, I don't I mean, think you can't i tried reasoning with him he calls me on my way to work and i try to tell him don't call me don't come over don't contact me just no you're gonna love it it's gonna be great it's gonna be amazing he Rene, does not take do no these, for an answer why do these people find you i don't know <laughs> i think i'm just a magnet you. to crazy people Every Everybody wants to take you under their wing, be like, no, it's the best. Here's what's going to happen. People who are sort of high powered, high profile with me, they're like, 
hey, you want to go have a beer? Maybe uh, hang out? Yeah, sure. With you, they're like, I mean, they're they're all they don't telling you to. Me. They yeah. want to mold me into themselves, and I already got Oscar doing that. So yeah. come on. It's really all about following Oscar and telling everyone else to go pound sand. Yeah, I mean, I got a mentor, and he got me a real job, and yeah. he doesn't call me at three in the morning, and he doesn't freak me out. Hey, he, ding dong. What's up, ding dong? But that's a call I would take at three a.m. Yeah. You kidding? I'd take that call at 5 a.m. I don't care. Yeah, you got to take that call. So I'm sorry. Can we take you're, that call? Yeah, I'm sorry you're being harassed. Yeah. And it, hopefully it stops for you, but hopefully it doesn't stop for me because these emails, I think, are my lifeblood now. <laughs> I mean, these voicemails, they're unbelievable. Well, hey, you know, here's, here's what I'm going to do then. I'm going to promise this to you. Yeah. If I get any more of these voicemails, going to load them into my uh, audio editor and chop out a couple of names and a couple of personal references, and we're posting them on the show. Yeah, I because thought, yeah. Because the only way to make this go away is to publicize it. And if it doesn't go away after we do that, then I'm going to say who you are, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you and Lester the Harlem Globetrotter. I don't know why Lester the Harlem Globetrotter. He says he lives in my neighborhood, which he doesn't even know where I live, but he wants him to come over when he's not available, so I always have someone that can educate me. This guy has... Uh, imaginary friends, you understand. Oh, you don't think Lester's real? Lester the Harlem Globetrotter. I don't think so. I don't know why he'd be living in the valley, but... Randy, it's not real. He's not? No. Is any of this real? Nope. Am I real? I don't know. (laughs) Can we take this real call? Is it real? I don't know. Let's find out. Hi, you're on with Gina and Randy. Are you real? Hello, is this the Gina and Randy show? Yes, it is. Hello, am I speaking to Gina and Randy? Yes, you are. Hello, Gina and Randy. This is Adam Herpy. We Herpy! love Adam Herpy. How are you, my dear? What's up, dude? I'm good. What's going on, bro? Um, I got to tell you a couple things. First of all, Adam Herpy, who is a great friend of the show and a really awesome guy, just a, a sweetheart of a man, um, I have permanent markered his body before, as has Randy, as has Heidi, as has Frank, with our signatures. Nothing makes me feel like... Like I have hit uh, a successful uh, uh, that word in my life. You know like what, someone who asked me to autograph their arm. You know what's success for me? Adam Herpy butt dialed me the other day. Ooh, oh, I tell you, that's right. That's awesome. And Adam Herpy, you make a mean soap. Oh, I, oh, that's right. I made you soap. Yeah, he the, made us right. soap at the big four twenty after hours party. You know, there's a bunch of HFers, a bunch of VIPs out there. We're all enjoying the night, smoking yeah. Omicron and Percy I and having a great time. And Adam <laughs> Herpy's passing out soap. Yeah, yeah it, right. like Fight Club style. You really did. In fact, Herpy, we already have people texting me or twittering me asking me why you're up this early on a Friday, like uh, you, you know specifically. What? I actually stayed up to fucking call this show. Because I haven't yet, and you guys are awesome. And I also, I wanted to say pre-sexy hot mama day to Gina Greg. Oh! Pre-sexy hot mama day. Now, I am not a mother, but I do consider myself a mama. Yeah. Adam, thank you. And and because you gave us soap at the 420 party, I was like, oh my God, this is so great. Thank you. So what do I do with it? Do I smoke it? Do I melt it down? What do I do? You're like, no, you fucking clean yourself with it, you dirt bag. it was weed soap. (laughs) I was like, is this going to make me hallucinate? You're like, no, it's going to make you clean. Try it for Holy lunch. shit. Adam, oh, wait. You know how to make soap. I got a lot of guys who know how to make weed. Let's make some <laughs> weed soap, dude. <laughs> like you, you scrub up and you get high. That's okay. It sounds good, man. And everyone else was actually kind of afraid of that. They're like, what is this? I was like, dude, it's just... It's so Well, Adam, I, I'm, I'm only going to tell you this because I love you, man. I think you're amazing. I think you're awesome. I love you, too. When you're giving, I, uh, when you're giving random strangers 
plastic bags <laughs> at a 420 party at a stoner party for radio people it could be anything it could be anything yeah well, actually i brought it for the ladies because the ladies love soap and you know i'm freshly single oh so, which you know. i you you had a lovely lady now you're freshly single so we got to find you a fresh new girl yeah it's time for round two yeah man i also this is not, like i said i was actually calling because maybe i can get my mom to listen to this because She's like, who is, who is this Randy Wang fellow you're hanging out with at the draft? Don't drive drunk. <laughs> She's then, absolutely I mean, right. I don't, I don't drive drunk. On the oh. other side, she's saying, who is that beautiful girl in the oh. profile picture online? Oh. She's, uh, she's gorgeous. You should be with her. Wouldn't we make a handsome couple, It'd be pretty me and Herpy? Yeah. <laughs> it's something to yeah. think about for the future, that's all I'm saying. You'd have a lot of soap. Oh, my God, I'd be so clean. Oh, I'll make you soap forever. <laughs> oh. um, Adam, we love you. We think you're fantastic. I love you guys, too. And I, like I said, I stayed up. I've been up for the last two and a half hours. And as soon as I get off this one, I'll probably go to bed. <laughs> Please go to bed, my dear. That's why you can watch this later on, on a podcast. We love you. Yeah, we have to put a disclaimer <laughs> out there. We really appreciate the people that watch this show live. We like, do. We cannot believe you we wake up We can't do it without this, you. Right, you know hey, what? Uh, it's not worth Andy. It's not worth staying up all night for, though. <laughs> yes, dear. Well, it, for me because it was the first time that I called in, you know, because I'm, like you said, I'm not up this early ever, oh. but uh, I called and uh, Randy will see you at the draft. All right, buddy? Yeah, we'll bang it up. Mwah, we love you, Adam. Bye. Okay, have, have a good show, guys. Oh, thanks, Poppy. Oh, I love him. Oh, love he's... You, no, no, you oh. just dropped it. No, 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 no. That one. You're dropping the people that are calling in. No, no, Elijah's screening that call. <laughs> Again, we've been doing this for a year and a half, and five years ago, Gina was screening calls. I was a professional screener. I just start pushing buttons. You hung up on somebody that was going to be next. Sorry. Please call back. We are sorry. It's our first day. It's our first day ever doing anything. Now that call's through. See, it's blinking green and yellow. That means good. Yeah, I'm, I'm passing Randy a note that I hope he laughs at. Oh, it's another call. Yay. All right. Should we take it? Sure. By the way, we go to break. yeah, we have so much news and awesome, crazy ass shit today. Oh, yeah. So let's take a really quick call. You'll be the last person we speak to before we go to our first break. Hi, you're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? Oh, it's Danny Dante. What's Danny? up, Danny Dante? How are you, my dear? Uh, I'm like tired. <laughs> you're, yeah. Have you been up awesome. all night as well? Actually, I just worked last night. Oh. Wow. How do you do this? Why? Everyone that listens is an all-nighter. It's unbelievable. Everyone's doing what I used to do three years ago to wake up early. You know, it's funny because you think of those, you know, those third shifters as they're uh, That's called, right, the third shifters. called sometimes. That, you know, they're, you know, it's like we're, you'd think we were doing the show at four in the morning. It's eight no. o'clock. It's eight. You know, this people is... are usually getting up, but not you people, not you degenerates. You've been up all night. I know years ago I used to think of this as like a horrible time to be awake and oh my God, no one's awake at this no, time. Everybody's I'm up awake at six at every time. day. This is like prime time right yeah, now. This Come is, on. Yeah. Eight in the morning. Let's go. This is when the sun finally comes out of the fog yeah. and life becomes amazing. This is yeah. my park time. All right, Danny, what did you have to say? Oh, uh, no, I just totally bizarre world seeing Randy in a polo shirt. Wow. Yeah. Isn't good. that crazy? <laughs> this is my work attire. Wait a second. You have to go to work after this. Yep. Hold on. I just had a small aneurysm. <laughs> I'm like, why are you wearing this? It just hit me when Danny said that, he, that you're wearing a polo. Yeah, I have to go to work at my job. Oh my God. God. Never thought I'd say that. I didn't either. It's kind of a magical day. It's also my last day at KFI tonight. 
It's unbelievable. Aww. I can't believe it's finally here. You and your last day. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Starting Monday, I get to be off at 5 o'clock. And I've never experienced that in my entire life. I can start going out at night. We can start doing shit. Yeah. Danny, are you down to start uh, being a wingman for Randy? Maybe. Danny's right. always been a member of Wang's Eleven. Let's go. Yeah. Sure, we, down. we love I'm you, down. my dear. Love you. Have a good day. Tweet us a picture at Gene and Randy of your grill, man. Yeah. We'll retweet it. Okay, we love you. Bye-bye. Here's something that is now, I guess, a game for the children out there. Everyone's trying to make my butt vibrate because they see that I'm sitting on my phone so it doesn't make a noise on the table. And so I keep you know, pulling it out because now people are just tweeting me to try to vibrate. Vibrate me rear end. Okay, I did hang up on somebody. I feel terrible about it. Should we take it real quick? We got enough time for one real quick call. The fastest call, but we 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 he deserves it because oh, yeah. I accidentally hung up on him. Hi, my dear. Did I hang up on you? Yeah, what did I do to piss you off this week, Gina? Is this Robert Bianca Reyes? Yes, it is. My dear? Yes. You've done nothing. Your old friend here is a retard. <laughs> and I am so sorry that that happened. Now, you tweeted me this morning. You're going to uh, have a little adventure today, right? That's correct. What are you doing? Uh, my friend Marty and I are going to be going to Knott's later today. And will you be enjoying the rides, or will you be at the chicken dinner place, or what will you be doing? No, I have to get her, her a pie for her birthday that, that apparently... <sighs> I promised to get her, but I never got her back in March. Yeah. So you're going all the way to Knott's for pies. Who wouldn't? I would. And then when I told her I was on the podcast, she goes to your website and sees the picture. Yeah. And I get a text from her, where's my pie? Where's my pie? That's what I'd be asking. Now That pie was damn good. Robert, if yeah. nothing else, and you really, that when you were on our daily show, The Pretty Good Podcast, which you can hear at prettygoodpodcast.com, you imparted a piece of wisdom on me that... I got to tell you, no offense, but I didn't wake up thinking I was going to learn anything that day. <laughs> now, Robert blew my mind with this little bit of trivia about the boysenberry. Robert, yes. please enlighten us. The boysenberry is a combination of three berries, the redberry, the blackberry, and the loganberry. Oh, so I mean, there was no John Boysen. No, there no, was a Boysen. Walter Boysen. Walter Boysen. Walter Boysen. Boysen was an actual guy. He had the farm down the street from Walter Knott. Unbelievable. Wow. It's a wonderful story, Robert. I'm one a huge guy fan. led a pancake legacy, and one guy made a couple roller coasters. And together, it's the perfect combination. Yeah. So, Robert, yeah. have an amazing day at Knotts. I'm so sorry I hung up on you. You can punch Randy for it, though, when you see him. Of course. No, oh, yeah. Can you tase him for me? Yes. Thank you for reminding me. I have a quick taser story when we come back from the break. Robert, we love you. Mwah. Okay. You didn't Bye. bring it. Bye, again, Poppy. Did you? I brought it with me last night. So oh, this American life. I sure did, because you never know when a uh, scrawny white kid with uh, wire rim glasses is going to try and poke you. There's no in place the you want mace or tasers at than a hipster fest. Yep. So we'll talk about that right after the break. Gina and Randy show every Friday, eight to ten a.m. We'll be right back.
Yeah, it's Adam Ill with Delta9Vapes.com repping Team Omicron. Yo, this is the pure oil vaporizer that's discreet for you to consume essential oils at any venue. You can consume any essential oil you want in this amazing portable vaporizer, the Omicron. Yeah! Go to Delta9Vapes.com and get the Omicron for only $129 plus 10% off with promo code HFSHOW. What? Follow us on Twitter at Delta9Vapes, hashtag Team Omicron. If you want to talk to Gina and Randy, call 888-520-4374. Or just sit there and yell at your computer. The Gina and Randy Show on the Toad Hunt Network. We're back. We're a little it's distracted. The Randy show. I just found a, a guest outside that wanted to come on and say hi. So. I think he knows he's on camera. He's all nervous. Yeah, he's nervous. Uh, this is uh, our new mascot, the Yorkie. Um, he's a lovely little guy. I think he wants you back, Miss Ashley. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh God. Check him on the floor. The cutest dog oh God. in the world. I just, I just like, jumped out of Gina's hand. <laughs> threw him. <laughs> it's not like a cat. You can't throw him and expect him to Thank land on you. your feet. Thank you, Ashley. Um, yeah, he just wanted to say hi. He uh, he was uh, being a little uh, little show off. Yeah. I'm um, a little depressed right now. Ashley just came in, uh, who uh, screens the calls for Heidi and Frank. And, uh, she's like, yeah, listen to Tim's show. I heard you last night. And, yeah. And uh, I can't believe girls that young and hot listen to Tim's show. And you're walking away. Yeah. We do this show. A lot yeah. of hot people listen to this a show. A lot of hot chicks listen to this show. So, of course, this is the Gina and Randy show here at the Toad Hop Network, leading into fr- uh, fr- fr- again, fries. Again. I, you know what I love? Heidi and Frank. You know what I love? What? Frosties and French fries. You do love Frosties and French fries. I love them. They finally, I'm not sure because I haven't been to a Wendy's in six months, but... Oh. I'm pretty sure they stopped doing that sea salt thing, so it's probably good again Back to, to dip normal. the fry in the Frosty. And the best part of the Frosty is that no one can tell if it's chocolate or vanilla. It just is what it is. It's Frosty flavored. Oh, I knew from an early age you always ask for the chocolate. Oh, really? Yeah. But I thought it just is what it is. No. Oh, I didn't know that. It's like a malt flavor. Yeah. All right. So we are here, of course, Toad Hop Network, the beautiful Universal Studios, uh, John Lovett's Comedy uh, Club. The John Lovett's Comedy Club. Now, Mother's Day is coming up on Sunday. It is. You know what's so funny? I had to remind my own mom that it was Mother's Day on Sunday. She's like, hey, should we go to Magic Mountain on Sunday? It's Kevin's last day. We're going to quit. Like, is that how you want to spend Mother's Day? Oh, it's Mother's Day. She didn't know? No. Um, I don't so, think that's how she wants to spend Mother's Day, walking around Magic Mountain. By the way, I know you're not interested in this, but I might be. Wendy's apparently from ZH Create. He says, uh, Wendy's now has macaroni and cheese, and it's awesome. Just FYI. It's awesome? He said it's awesome. Mm. Look at you not caring. Awesome is Easy Mac? Or? I'd like to uh, find I, out this is This that. is what's bizarre about the way my brain works. For 25, 26 years... Anytime you mention any new place as a new item, it's all that's in my head. Oh, my God. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I have no interest to go to a Wendy's and try macaroni and cheese. I've had some of the best macaroni and cheese in the world. We had Mastro's lobster macaroni and cheese. We did. I don't need to have fucking Wendy's macaroni and cheese. You're probably right. But you know what? You would probably rather have. You'd probably rather have macaroni and cheese than 
your mother's breast milk at this point in your life. Oh, no, I would not want that at all. That that would be horrifying. Um, I mean, especially because I'm pretty sure it's expired. Oh, Randy. She's 55! For $1,000? No! <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to drink 55-year-old breast milk. $100,000. I don't think you're supposed to drink that. I don't even think you could pump it. $5 million. Yeah, let's do it. Wow. Straight from the tap? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Are you out of your mind? Well, hopefully. That, I mean, because the $5 million would be great, but the emotional scars the therapy, from having oh. that, that's where all the money would go. You're absolutely all right. I'll go to my therapist. Well, this three-year-old might want to consider that because uh, I don't know if you saw the cover of Time Magazine this month. Oh, yeah. All right. So here's the deal. There's this thing called um, attachment parenting. And it's real, like, hippy-dippy, and it's real, like, this is get get back to our roots of parenting and whatever. And it's about co-sleeping oh. and carrying your kid around like a wombat. This and, is what uh, Blossom's doing, right? Yeah, not Mayim Bialik. Mayim. 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 Yoram. Six? Yes. Yeah. Blossom. Joey? Not Jenna Von Oy. I like Jenna Von Oy. Yeah, she's cute. She is cool. So, here's the deal. Time magazine featured on the cover this month, uh, which I'm sure Elijah has up uh, now or will in a moment. Um, the super hot chick. We love hot chicks. Oh, everybody yeah. who doesn't? Everybody. I dream about them with with wangs hanging between their legs. Um, but this woman has an accessory that you don't generally find too attractive. She has a suckling three year old standing on a chair, breastfeeding. Looking at the camera. I didn't know a stool could be used for that. Yeah, so the mom's like, hey. And the the baby's like, oh. And this is the cover of Time Magazine. And uh, it's, I got to tell you, I am so all for the, like, la leche people and the breastfeeding and the this and the that. This was disturbing to this me. This is wrong that it's being so publicized. And that kid is going to be made fun of his whole life yeah. for being boob boy. His whole life, third grade, fourth grade, up till twelfth grade, up until he's thirty, because yeah. it's Time Magazine, the cover of Time Magazine is being talked about on podcasts. It's huge. He's gonna be boob boy. What if they end up calling him bitch tits? It's not fun. It's and, really not fun having that nickname. And it that's, really isn't. <laughs> Talking from one who knows. Yeah, it really like because <laughs> believe me, if there's one thing that you uh, you think about all the time being a fat guy, yeah. it's that I have parts that I shouldn't have. Really, you think and about then that? when that uh, yeah. Because it's the first thing you see in the mirror every day. Oh, the the the. Boobies. I don't wear a bra, so I have to see them every right. day. Right, you don't have them anymore, though. I, they're almost gone. That's so it's, great. Uh, it's working out. Mine too. Almost completely invisible. Yeah. Um. So this little boy, he's three years old, and he is now on the cover of Time magazine, suckling his mother in like camo pants oh. and and combat boots, and she's like, "That's right." And that's the thing. I don't know how I feel about this because. She's first of all, she's like twenty six. She's a California mom, and like it's all good. But there's something, and and the idea of it, do your thing. It's your family. If he yeah. likes it, whatever. But there's something about putting it on the cover of Time magazine that not only is very off putting to me, but I feel like is going to step that entire movement back. Yeah, because people are going to be like, oh, you mean like that thing I saw in Time magazine? One second. Oh God. Yeah, you're publicizing in the absolute wrong way, making it outrageous, making it unnatural. This is looks like a quest for fame, not a quest to make awareness about breastfeeding. Yeah, this looks like something you'd find on, like, T-Blop. And I hate to put it in that category, but it just, it's not cool. Okay. For the uninitiated, T-Blop is a website our producer Elijah found. Yeah. 
That stands for the big list of free porn. And here's the thing. I know that this couldn't be farther from what this is. I understand that. But like... Well, Frank likes lactating porn. Yeah, but not when a child is attached to him. No, he wants to be attached. So here's the thing. Like, do your thing, whatever, but putting it out there like that, I think is just real, real disturbing to a lot of people. Yeah, it's it's just... I mean, it's so wrong in so many levels. Like, I have friends who have babies, and they all breastfeed in public. But they have one of those, like, like you remember, like, the Karate Kid uh, shower curtain that yeah. he made for Halloween? They kind of have one of those attached to Yeah, they to always them. have those big blankets. There's always some kind of modesty about it. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's a food source. It's not like, uh, you know, I know a couple of people I'd like to put a curtain around while they eat. No. But in general, you know, you... Uh, you try to be discreet about it. Yeah, you. people should have enough respect for you to let you do your thing, and you should have enough respect for other people to just you know do it not in a way that's uh, going to freak everybody out. Here's the thing I'm only going to say about because you have absolutely the right to feed your child wherever you want. Yes. And you, I'm, I applaud you for doing it. That's great. You feed love your, your kid. Yeah. But it is a distraction. It's, all, no matter what, always going to be a distraction. If you're on the subway feeding your baby, do you want creepy guys looking at you and possibly touching themselves? No. No. So cover up. Just do it for your own good. Yeah. Because there's creeps everywhere who will get off on that yeah, shit. Yeah, people are disgusting. This is L.A., home of the fucking perverts. It's true. Yeah. Um, you know what I'd rather eat than breast milk? Than curdled breast milk? Anything? Yes. That, that does sound like the most throat-thickening thing you've ever thought of. Curdled breast milk? Yeah. I bet there's some bad, like, 80s hair band out there that has, like, an album called that. <laughs> like, Mother Boy. <laughs> We're a mother boy, and this is curdled breast milk. Yes. Now, I would rather eat anything than curdled breast milk. But something that would be way at the top of the list, not like 207 when curdled breast milk is like 305. I'm talking <laughs> somewhere between one and three. What I would like to have are some giant chocolate dipped strawberries. Oh, so good. Sorry. We're in the middle of a read. Oh, my God. No, I. here's the, the reason why I'm really, really excited about these uh these dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries are because I've ordered them and they're amazing. You've I've had, had the berries. I've had them delivered to my mother for Valentine's Day and I had some sent to me for Valentine's Day from a secret admirer, whoever you are. Thank you very much. And they are unbelievable. Now here's the deal. You can send them to your mama for Mother's Day and she will love you. You won't be generic. won't be the gas station card and like the sad, like, uh, thanks for birthing me handshake. You're going to give her something that really, really shows that you're unique and that, and that you care about her. Now, here's the deal. These berries are huge. They're juicy. They're mouth-watering. They're enormous. They're dipped in white milk and dark chocolatey goodness. That's a lot They're of dipping. Oh, topped with chocolate chips, with little swizzles, with nuts. They're so good. Now, you don't have to pay full price for these because this is, this is what I'm telling you. Uh, all you have to do is go to the website, uh, which is berries.com. I just can't believe that they got berries.com. They got berries.com. <laughs> like, that means that it's legit. I wanted to make sure it wasn't berries with a Z. I mean, like, they got... Be you got to get in on the ground floor to be able to secure berries.com. Yeah, berries with the comedy. Why? <laughs> no, it's none of that. It's B-E-R-R-I-E-S, berries.com. And uh, you're going to get a huge discount. Huge discount. Starting at nineteen ninety nine. That is a 40 over... 
40% off savings because these berries are delicious and they're not cheap because they're amazing, but they're going to be cheap for you for Mother's Day. So Sherry's Berries, they start at $19.99. Call 866-FRUIT-02 or the better yet, because you're already online, you might as well just go to berries.com, B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click on the little microphone in the top-hand corner and type in a toad hop, and uh, then you get your big old discount, 40% off, and this offer has expired. Oh. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Who told us to read this? Frank put the two copies right there. And said, it says offer expires Thursday at midnight. Huh. I guess I <laughs> wasted a minute and a half of show time there. I mean, the berries don't don't stop being delicious after Thursday at midnight. I just don't know if you're going to get a discount. Try it. It'll probably still work. Yeah, slide that in. He wouldn't have given this to us if, yeah. uh, if uh, you're not going to get something out of it. Can we move on? <laughs> Toad up. All right, everybody. We're talking we're about the... Uh, the mother with the uh, breastfeeding baby. I got a, I got a better mother for you. Okay. I got another uh, winner for mother of the year yeah. here. In Ohio, last October, there was a mom who child services took his, her four-year-old away from her. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. They took him away because he was 211 pounds. I'm sorry, 219 pounds. How old is this baby kid? Oh, he. this is when he was a third grade. He's what? Eight. A nine-year-old, two bills, over two, two bills. bills. I don't weigh this right now. Over two hundo. He weighs more than I do right oh now. Oh, my God. So, in last October, child services took him out of his mom's house, put him in his uncle's house because she's ra- he had to go to the hospital because he had breathing problems oh. at eight. That's when you're so big, you're like just full. It's like you're like the little like Michelin man, and your whole when you breathe, your whole body breathes with you. Oh, I've been there. Oh. That's how I breathed up until last week. Oh, God. It's not fun. No. It makes life a living hell. Yeah. And imagine being raised like that at six. At seven, child services have been looking at this mom. They finally were able to take the kid away. Oh. And what does mom do? What? Do you think mom, like, says, okay, this is rock bottom. I lost yes. my kid. I got to start, you know, doing this right. I have yes. to raise him properly. Yes. No, she sued child services and got the kid back. And he's been back for a week and he's gained 10 pounds. Because when he was gone from mom, he went all the way down to 166. Now he's back with mom, and he's back up to 175. Wait a second. If you were in child services, wouldn't you say, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You don't get a kid back that you're going to kill with a heart attack by the time they're 10. She took him to court, and somehow she won. Oh, people are so disgusting. I don't know what it is, but they're... I mean, you see it on Maury every single Wednesday. There's a lot of mothers out there that are so diseased, yeah. and they are making their kids ill and sick for life. Although I have to say, you know it's going to be an awesome Maury when the show starts and there's benches out instead of chairs, because that's when you know the obese people are on. Oh yeah, that's and fat babies. I have nothing against them. In fact, I celebrate it because I do not turn the channel when he starts the show and there are benches. Oh yeah. It's that's, the best. That's
that's the hour or more you really stick around for. You don't need to fast forward through anything. It's all just there's, beautiful. Because the mothers who raise these kids disgusting. are out of their minds, and they are torturing their own children. There's a there's a disease called um, Munchausen by proxy. I know this disease. Yes. It's Munchausen, I think, is when you think you're sick all the time, and you make yourself sick for attention. Munchausen by proxy is when a parent makes their kids sick for attention. And I feel like these women probably have a, a touch of Munchausen they by proxy. They absolutely do, because what's the easiest way to make your kids sick? Overfeed them yeah. all the time. Crap. I mean, it's to the point where the kid's seven years old and she's got to take him to the emergency room because he can't breathe properly. Oh, That's Munchausen his, by proxy. His airways are full of uh, peanut M&Ms and, and goobers and popcorn. I can only say this because, you know, I've only gotten onto good, healthy eating the past two months. Yeah. Three months of my life. If you can get your kid on that early... Oh. Get them understand early, you know, this is the food to eat. You know, this is the time to mold them, to understand yeah. what food is. You know, if you're a kid and all you think that's good is fast food, you're going to grow up thinking all that's good yeah. is fast food. And that was my whole life. Not us, man. You know, I mean, I, I mean, my parents did try hard, but I wish yeah. maybe they could have pushed even harder to get those vegetables down my throat. Yeah, actually, my mom was a, an amazing cook. She was a, a caterer. She was a chef. She was amazing. What does your mom not do? Nothing. That's the answer to that question. And um, and so she did this our whole lives. However, I was so skinny, so scrawny, such a little scrawny little skeleton that my brother and I would have eating contests all the time. I could finish an economy-sized bag of Doritos before him. I could eat the six taco pack from Taco Bell faster than him. Oh, yeah. It was always eating contests between siblings. My yeah. family the exact same way. Yeah. And my family always thought it was really funny when I would finish everyone's plate. Yeah, well. Well, I thrive off of people laughing at me, yeah. whether it's to my benefit or not. That's a recipe for for fat daster. By the way, I have a breaking news uh -oh. from uh, Richard Chang at yeah. Chang Legacy on Twitter. Code Tohop still works on the berries. Oh, thank God. Chang, thank you for checking up. It's yeah. It's, just, did he buy some? He must have bought some. All right. They're delicious. They are so good. Hey, look so, at that, yeah. Frank. We worked. We worked. That uh, worked right there. <laughs> Boom. And two minutes later, sale. Just yes. tell them that the website doesn't work. Yes. And then they'll go and try to see yes. if it works. Toad Hop. Marketing. Click that little microphone, put Toad Hop, and you will get your 40% off 1999 berries. Yeah. Synergy. Now, now, are you familiar with this TV show called Half Ton Teen? Half Ton Teen? Yeah. No. What is Half Ton Teen? They're almost a thousand pounds. That's why it's Half Ton. Oh. Half Ton. Just that together. Yeah. Half Ton Teen is uh, what my friend describes as head in a bed, which is when you're so enormous that your fat just kind of spills over your California king bed. Yeah. You have a sheet over you, your laptop up on your chest, and you're just a head in a bed. And you're a point you're at that point you cannot get out of the bed no. because your body is riddled with bed sores. Yeah, you cannot stand up. So there's this kid who's the half ton teen and you wonder how he got that way until you see his mom who this is so disgusting. She babies him like a little, like, f weird fat baby. Of course. And she's like, she doesn't say, are you hungry? Every five minutes she goes, are you hungry? <laughs> are you hungry? Do you want oh. some? He likes a pizza as a snack. Are you hungry? You want me to rub your feet? He's never evolved out of being a baby. No, she won't let him. I mean, he, you got to think about it. What's the ultimate way to still be a baby? Be a fat baby. He's an adult that he's sitting in his crib all day long waiting for mommy to come feed him. Are you hungry? Maybe that's that what disgusting? the sickness is. Is that, you know, your kid is fat and sick and nearly dead all the time. 
that uh, you know you got it. You can always. It's always your little baby. You always yeah. take care of him. But that's and, not taking care of him. That's killing him. It's making him a sideshow freak until he dies. A lot of moms. That's a fine line. That is taking true. care of and till you kill him. Yeah, that's true. Usually taking care of is killing him. Mm. Yeah, that's my uh, that's my uh, result for mother of the year. Just it, it really just bothers me because I personally know what it's like to grow up fat and. Yeah. There's nothing I would wish on anybody where it's just you, you you think about it every single day. Yeah, I'm sure. And the only thing I hope that this mother who raises the obese kid doesn't do at least what my parents did because my parents didn't make me fat. Right. You know, I ate that much food. They could have helped stop it by being stricter with me, but yeah. I'm not blaming them for it. No. But what they did do constantly, which again, they think this is helping me. Oh, not I know where this it's is very going. Detrimental. Yeah. From the time I was 8 years old until Still this week, even when I'm losing weight, constant, non-stop fat jokes. Oh. Non-stop insults. All your parents like to do is either tease you about being fat or jerking off too much. Yeah, that's my household. That's it. That's Every it. once in a while, just to break up the monotony, they'll pour a bowl of cereal on your head. Yeah, that's uh, good times with the family. But hey, we gotta, I love your family. We go to Disneyland all the time, so it evens out. They love you. No, we're, we're the best, and now things are really great. But uh, yeah, the childhood was a little rough. A little rough. I understand hey, that. Hey, you, oh. you got man boobs. Hey, oh. hey, did you see that you have a stretch mark behind you right there? Oh. Hey, yeah. And really? Father Bob uh, really went for that. it with the parents. You know what's great, though? Because I, I experienced this a little bit with my mom last weekend. Because I'm the healthy one now. Oh, I'm the one on the amazing. super health kick. I'm the one who understands how bodies work and yeah. everything. So now I'm like, no, mom, you got to do this, this, this. No, mom, you got to do that, that, and that. She's like, enough. And now that I'm going to almost be skinnier than my dad, guess who's getting fat jokes? Dad. Ha ha. Yeah. It's coming back at you now. What? Wow. Yeah. Well, at least you're not bitter. No, no, no. There's no bitterness. It's By the way, you know what else isn't bitter? What? Sherry's Berries. Sherry's Berries. Berries.com. Toad up. It works. Ching tried it. Those won't make you fat either because they're berry-based. No. Should we go to break? Yeah. Right. Um. Uh. I have the best story ever after the break. Uh. I have a feeling that Randy is going to side on the side of the parents. I think it's sick and uh, should be not allowed. So we'd love for you to weigh in on if you would do this to your child. And I do mean do this to your child. Like, aggressively scar them for the rest of their lives. We'll yeah. do that after the break. Uh, Gina and Randy show, Toad Hop Network, Universal Studios. We'll be right back. Intro.
From a jail cell And who thinking elementary Hey, I see the penitentiary One day Running from the police That's right Mama catch me Put a whoop into my backside And even as a crack fiend Mama You always was a black queen Mama I finally understand For a woman it ain't easy Trying to raise a man You always was committed A poor single mother on welfare Tell me how you did it. There's no way I can pay you back. But the plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it. Tell us it was fair No love for my daddy Cause the coward wasn't there He passed away And I didn't cry Cause my anger Wouldn't let me feel For a stranger They say I'm wrong And I'm heartless But all along I was looking for a father He was gone I hung around with the thugs And even though they sold drugs They showed a young brother love I moved out Started really hanging I needed money of my own So I started slanging I ain't guilty Cause even though I sell rocks Feels good putting money in your mailbox I love paying rent when the rent's due I hope you got the diamond necklace that I sent to you Cause when I was low, you was there for me You never left me alone because you cared for me And I can see you coming home after work late You're in the kitchen trying to fix us a hot plate You're just working with the scraps you was given And mama made miracles every Thanksgiving But now the road got rough, you're alone Trying to raise two bad kids on your own And there's no way I can pay you back But my plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it And dear mama You all appreciate it and I reminisce Cause through the drama I can always depend on my mama And when it seems that I'm hopeless You say the words that can get me back in focus When I was sick as a little kid To keep me happy there's no limit to the things you did And all my childhood memories Are full of all the sweet things you did for me And even though I act crazy 
I gotta thank the Lord that you made me There are no words that can express how I feel You never kept a secret, always stayed real And I appreciate how you raised me And all the extra love that you gave me I wish I could take the pain away If you can make it through the night, there's a brighter day Everything will be alright if you hold on It's a struggle every day, gotta roll on and There's no way I could pay you back But my plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Welcome to the Gina and Randy Show. Gina and Randy Show. America's most listened to podcast ever. Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true. Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy, on the ToadHop Network. ToadHop Network. This is the part where you're supposed to talk. Guys, hello? Welcome back to the Gina and Randy Show. Every Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. PDT! Or Pacific Standard when it's no longer Daylight Savings. Of course, we learned that from my father yesterday who was on uh, the Pretty Good Podcast. Oh, everyone listening right now, uh, as soon as you're done with Heidi and Frank, you got that hour-long break, (laughs) why don't you call, you go to prettygoodpodcast.com. Download our hour and a half special with Gina's dad, Steve Grad. What'd you think, Randy? It was a magical hour. Was it magical? It was magical. Do you do you understand me better? I understand you so much better than I ever thought I did. And we've had him on before. Yeah. But just seeing the dynamic really just makes especially seeing the dynamic with you and Mama Grad, seeing yeah. it now with Dad Grad. Yeah. It's like Yeah, I can I, I see how this is put together. And, yeah, you uh, see. You're a lot more normal than uh, you should be. Isn't that crazy? I mean, my parents are amazing. My family is amazing. I, I, I'm so lucky. But when people meet me and they're like, ugh, and I'm like, you, no. 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 You have no idea how cuckoo this can get. No idea. What'd you just do? <laughs> oh, this microphone is broken. Oh. So half the time when I turn it on, it doesn't turn on. Oh, perfect. Usually this isn't a big deal because this is the producer mic. Right. But well, you're... Host. Uh, would you like to know what turns me on? Yeah. Birthday shout outs. We love birthday shout outs. This is a very special shout out. This is from uh, Wednesday, and we're sorry we're just getting to it now, but we thought we'd double up on the uh, pleasure and uh, give it to you uh, live on the webcast. This says, Hi, Gina and Randy. I'm hoping you can give me a big shout out. Oh, to Haley from Redondo Beach. Her birthday is on Wednesday, May 9th, and I know she would be surprised to hear you all wish her a happy birthday. My girlfriend Haley and I are PGP. 
peeps. That's Go of course, Haley. It's what your birthday. What our pretty good podcast community calls themselves from back in the 97.1 days. And have listened to every episode of the PGP, the Gina and Randy show, the bobsled, everything, pretty much everything you do, we love and appreciate. Thank you very much, Derek. Haley, we're sorry that it's a couple days late, but we hope you had a wonderful hump day birthday. Yeah. You're a special lady. Derek loves you. And uh, we love you, too. So we hope it was a wonderful birthday. We hope you have a great weekend. Birthday shout out. Yeah. Well, as you know, birthday is not just day. It's birthday week. Oh, come on. You don't think I'm familiar Especially with that? Especially when your birthday's on a Wednesday. <laughs> the real birthday starts on Friday night. Yeah. See, my birthday was on a Tuesday, and it went from the Saturday before to the following Friday. Yeah. So it's pretty great. Oh, and Teresa Strasser said she was going to take me to dinner. So I guess it's still happening. Wow. You're so still my birth, in... my birth month. It's birth month. Birth month. At some point it'll be birth year. Well, it is every year. Every day is your birthday. Now, speaking of birthdays, uh, Randall, speaking of tragedies. Speaking of tragedies, Gina. <laughs> here is a story that I really feel like we are going to be, it's a polarizing story. I feel like we are going to be a house divided. Uh, when uh, when I tell you what this is all about. And I would love to... Uh, do you know uh, that uh, I think we may not have ever given out the phone number today, and yet we've still had lots of callers? Well, it's right below us. Oh, I always forget that. But we can still give it out Triple for the people. 888 Call us on the, the Gina, Gina and Randy show. Yeah, it's like we were separated at birth seven years apart. Yeah. So here's the story. Call us and tell us if you would do this to your kid, if you would have liked this if this was done to you, if you've done something fucked up like this, because, man, it's not cool. Well, I mean, there is an age where all you want to do, the funniest thing in the world, is to screw with your kid. Well, now you can. You know, a lot of people hire birthday clowns for their kids when it's their birthday. And a lot of kids are just scared of clowns. Oh, yeah, no. We never we never went that We didn't that go right. the clown. We no. didn't either. We didn't I do clowns. I wouldn't go to the circus. I don't want to feel with clowns. Oh, I didn't mind that. The clown I liked was Krusty. Oh, you love Krusty. But, um, but now, for a fee, you can have a birthday clown come to your kid's birthday. But that's not all. He is an evil clown. As a evil? Evil birthday clown. His name is Dominic DeVille, the evil birthday clown. And for a fee, he will terrorize your child for the week leading up to their birthday and leave them notes saying, like, I see you and uh, I know where you live. Oh, this is my favorite. Uh, your days are numbered. Uh, something about being attacked. And you don't know when it's coming, and you're getting these notes, and you're like five years old, and your mom's like, ugh, Jeffrey, I think this is for you. And it, it's like all backwards, fucked up writing, and it says like, I'm going to get you, and the kid's like, what? And then finally, at the birthday party, or at, you know, at the birthday, this evil clown who is nauseatingly scary. I mean, his face is all fucked up. He He's looks really like, scary looking. He looks like one of the clowns at Universal Halloween Horror Nights. Exactly. With the chainsaw. Exactly. He looks like that, and the big surprise attack is he comes up to your kid and smashes him in the face with a pie. Now, that's funny. I get it. But the week leading up to it, harassing your child, terrorizing your child, telling them things like, uh, I know where you live, I'm going to get you. Um, I have a couple of problems with that. First of all, kids don't understand jokes. Kids no. don't understand sarcasm. So they're not going to be like, ooh, this is a fun little surprise. I wonder what mom and dad have cooked up for me. You know how every time you look at something like that or you see, see some random note, there's always that 
first instinct of cynicism, yeah. you don't develop that yep. until about 13. So when you're seven or eight, nine years old, you think everything is true. Absolutely. You believe, you believe everything. everything. You still believe in fairy tales. Yep. Well, I'm 26, I still believe in you fairy sure tales. You sure you do. You love fairy tales. Once Upon a Time, season two. Yes, uh, six seasons in a movie. Yeah, That's community so season funny. four. Yeah. So, um, so not only is that a bad idea, and it'll psychologically damage your child, I think. Also, though... If you teach your kid that when some crazy person comes up to them and says, like, I'm going to get you, I know where you live, and you're like, it's okay, they, yeah. they're a birthday clown. Then, when uh, touchy feel myself Steen pops out of the bushes when the kid's like, nine, you must have been hired by my parents. Yeah, I'll go into that basement with you. That's not a big deal. So I, I, I don't know that this is the kind of game. This is a very risky little game. It's damaging on multiple levels. And yeah. I know you thought I'd come out of this really in support of the clown. I really did. Yeah, I don't. I think it would. I think it also kind of kills the bit. I mean, you're ruining this kid's birth week, birth month. He's yeah. actually at his own birthday party, freaking out, probably telling his friends, "I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Something, something freaky is happening." He's telling mom and dad every night. They're just blowing him off, and yeah. And, and all of this for a pie in the face? A pie in the face. Wouldn't it have been funnier to just throw a pie in his face that he didn't see coming? <laughs> Rather than, like, damaging him psychologically throughout the week? Yeah, you know, the pie in the face is a, is a, is a well-built gag. It works on many levels. You don't need to add it. You don't need to I mean, gild that lily. Don't get me wrong. The idea is amazing, and if somebody did it to me... Well, if somebody did it to me, I'd get a restraining order. But yeah. if somebody did it to an adult or something, I'd be like, oh my god, this is amazing, this is so good. But, but see, here's the problem. If you did that to an adult, they would call the cops. Yeah. This is not a good idea. I don't know. I want to believe. I want to think this is funny, but I don't. I don't. No, it's going to make them hate <laughs> clowns and evil clowns. This clown, too, is really just disgusting. Yeah. he's he's He has a fucked up nose. He has blood all over his face. He has that... Uh, that uh, sideshow hair with the five head. Can I tell you also why this is a terrible, terrible, terrible idea? Yeah. If you're eight, nine, ten years old and you're like a little boy, yeah. guess what your favorite movie in the whole world is? What? The Dark Knight. Oh, oh. So you're already kind of freaked out like by Batman, clowns yeah. and Joker and all that yeah. other crap. And now you got this one coming after you. You think he's the Joker, and it's not like the Joker in the classic Batman movies where he's funny like and silly. Even Jack Nicholson. Even Jack Nicholson was kind of ridiculous and purple and shit, but yeah. this is the scary Joker. This is the one with the cut marks the cut right marks, here. Yeah. That shit freaked you out. I couldn't sleep for two weeks after I saw The Dark Knight. Now, we have people tweeting us saying that they, if they were six years old and saw that clown, they would have punched him in the face or kicked him in the nuts. And I uh, I can definitely see a child doing that. And oh, I wouldn't yeah. blame him at all. I'd probably tip the clown another 10 bucks, but I'd say, yeah, you had it coming, dude. You've yeah. been harassing, harassing my kid all week. That's just, it, it, I don't know why the parent thinks this is a good idea. It's a bad like, idea. Are you, aren't you supposed to have kids after you develop the consequence part of your brain? I guess. I mean, if some kids are just really into, you know, but like, that's the thing. Like, a lot of little kids are into dinosaurs, and we saw how well that turned out this week. That was the cutest video. If you want to go uh, check out what we're talking about, go to prettygoodpodcast.com. Click on the website Wednesday section. This this video was viral all week. This little boy. That's the same thing, though, in some ways. This it's, little boy. It's not they go to a serial killer. But it's a, it's a, it's a man-eating dinosaur. 
Yeah. Here's okay, what there, here's what happens. They they go to an animatronic dinosaur park and there's he's maybe what three years old and they're like, Oh my god, like, you know, uh Billy, it's a dinosaur, it's a real dinosaur, what are you gonna do? The kid freezes. He's terrified. His fight or flight response is starting to kick in. He doesn't know whether to fight or flight. It's all he turns around, fucking smoke marks coming off his shoes, going, Run! Run! Running away like from this, wind. from this dinosaur, and that's kind of the same thing. In some ways, it's the same thing. That is one of the funnier things I've seen. It's hilarious. But it's why is cute. that funny? Because the kid thinks he's dying for about a second. A second? He ran all the way home. Mom and dad are gonna go find him and see. And all after okay. they clean the pie off the kid's face, they'll tell him it was all okay. But dinosaurs aren't real. That's neither fine. are psycho clowns. They are real. There's a ton of psycho clowns. John Wayne Gacy. Oh yeah, he was hot. All right then. God, some of these serial killers turn you on. Some no, not all of them. Some of the serial killers are very attractive. Very attractive men. Really? Yeah. What else you got? Here's something that uh, technology is going a little too far. Uh-oh. Imagine uh, you have to have an operation. Let's say, God forbid, you got cancer somewhere. Oh, God You forbid. had to have, you know, you had to have surgery. You had to have it removed. Yeah. And uh, right before they put on the old anesthesia and you count back from 10, yeah. you hear uh, one of the nurses and the doctor uh, tweeting about your operation. What now? A Texas hospital is live tweeting surgical operations. Por qué? <laughs> this woman's having brain surgery, and because uh, doctors love to show off how good they are at cutting things, they're going to live tweet pictures and steps of how they cut out something in someone's brain while it's being done to the woman. I don't think you're supposed to do that. No, you're not. Are they getting in trouble for that? No, I. This, I, I mean, this is and this is like the same doctor who treated uh, Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords after his her shot in the head, and now his next thing is, hey, I got all this press, I'm going to start live tweeting my surgeries. I don't think that's like a therapist live tweeting a therapy session. Like, I don't know, I just I get so turned on by washcloths. <laughs> One second, hold on, Gina. What would some of the live tweets from your therapy sessions? Oh my be? god, oh god, you don't even too many dreams. You, you know what? When does this girl sleep? You know, who's to say? But, Be a uh, real clusterfuck. Yeah, there's certain things you probably want to keep private. Isn't that in the Hippocratic Oath? You don't uh, publicize things like that? Well, yeah, I mean, there is a I mean, sort of doctor-patient confidentiality. How, how confidential is uh, you're posting your brain tissue on Twitter? I mean, they're not, probably not saying it's Randy Wang's brain tissue, but no. I still don't think you're supposed to do that. And also, shouldn't you be focusing on... The surgery? The surgery and getting it done as quickly as possible having everyone in the room helping assist you getting it done making sure she's alive yeah. not the anesthesiologist taking a break from watching the meters because oh the, the, the picture didn't post wait yeah. maybe she'd Instagram it no wait uh, no I gotta she's I waking it. up in the middle WTF Do we question need a mark exclamation point what's the hashtag should it be brain surgery should it be Texas surgery what hashtag should we use hashtag anyone know what to do next this is why hospitals should not have marketing departments yeah I think you're right yeah um can I tell you something that's going to make at least me happy? Because I think it's amazing. Yeah. Are you familiar with the term whiskey dick? Yeah, and it's one of the reasons I don't drink whiskey. Um, so explain to us lay people what whiskey dick means. Well, uh, let's, there's a point when you get drunk as a man where all you can think about is having sex. Yeah. 
Then there is a point, especially with whiskey, where you get drunk, where although that is all you want to do, it is physically impossible. And why is that? Because the whiskey makes you impotent. That's whiskey dick. Can't get it up. Right. It, uh, yeah, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. yeah. So that's whiskey dick. However, what if I told you you could bring whiskey dick back into your life and it would make you a more whimsical, more fun, a more creative person? How is this going to happen? Well, there's a new product called Whiskey Dick. It's a, it's a booze-flavored lubricant. Of course. It's aged four years in white oak casks and guarantees a velvety smooth finish. Uh, it is a, it's a distinct Tennessee taste. It won a triple gold medal award at the 10th annual Great American Sex and Drinking Festival. That is a place I'd like to go. The Sex and Drinking Festival. The Great American... And this is the 10th annual. They've done this 10 times. Wow. The 10th annual Great American Sex and Drinking Festival in Tennessee. In Bean Station, Tennessee. All right. We got to get our asses to Tennessee. Um, Would you go to the... uh, Would you go to that? Maybe like if it was on... Bean Station, Tennessee? I don't know. I mean, I... That's not... Where are you from? Bean Station, Tennessee? I'd go to Bean Station, Tennessee for that... Maybe I can make it like the same weekend as Bonnaroo, so I can check that out That's too. That's perfect. I want to go to Bonnaroo. Where I thought Bonnaroo was in like Scotland. No, it's in Tennessee, I think. What's the one I'm thinking of? Is there one in Scotland? I feel like that's Scotland. Bonnaroo? I don't know. Look that up. All right. But this is a uh, this is a uh, very exciting. This is from the people who brought you Epic Meal Time, by the way, Ooh. which you've been a fan of in the past. Manchester, Tennessee, Bonnaroo. What am uh, I thinking of? I don't know. All Let's right. see. Scottish music. There are festival. so many music festivals in that part of the world, and it's always dreary looking and like rainy <laughs> out, and like everyone's really happy, but they have ponchos on. So I don't know, but it's one of those. House uh, folk? No. Rochester music? Nope. Wicker Man Festival? Maybe. Tag Ding Ten Music? Never heard of it. Yeah, it's probably not. A probably Bonnaroo. One. I was probably thinking of Bonnaroo. Yeah, Bonnaroo. Bean Station. Um, but uh, this is a, yeah, you're the first, world's first bourbon-flavored personal lubricant. Whiskey dick. That is horrifying. I'd use it. Here, here's why it's just, I can never imagine doing that for me. Whiskey smell. is not hard to drink. Right. It is the most offensive smell in the world. Yeah, I knew you were going to say, I knew you'd hate that smell. And... I don't know if uh, I don't know if a girl wants that smell or that taste anywhere near that area. Yeah, I don't know. Not a fan. I don't know. I've never tried it. A little dip, double a little dip, swizzle stick. I've yeah. never done that like before. Like a corn dog. Corn dogging. Corn dogging up. Mm. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what this gentleman has to say. But shall we check in and just see? Uh, see what's? Uh, I don't. Yeah. Elijah's. Um, correcting himself a lot with the there he goes let's put it on oh god look at that look at those that the letters just going uh, backwards and forwards and every which way who is it i don't know why is this happening hey julius you're on with gina and randy long time i really missed you oh well it's nice to see you and 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 talk to you hey you know i've uh my computer screwed up Uh-oh. to remind me to uh check you out and mm. to uh call you man you're looking really sexy thank you all right thank you very much i have a beard dick but i'm sure you could cure that no problem how how could i do that <laughs> oh gina you know how you could do that. i don't want tell me enlighten me hold on let me get comfortable hey uh hey w- gina would you 
cut off your clitoris for $7 million? No, I wouldn't. That bimbo Heidi said she would cut off her No, oh my God. Oh, that is crazy. Oh, you're just the funniest guy in the world, <laughs> no, you're pretty, man. No, but that's, uh, that's pretty crazy. Um, but but have you been up all I, night? I wouldn't uh, give up my penis, my orgasms for $100 trillion, and I'm desperate for money. You it know does what? sound like you might want to think about giving up your penis. Yeah, no, it, might, it might help you out. It might help me out, but there's no way that's going to happen. Okay. Well, it sounds like you've been uh, up for a few hours, so maybe a little nap time. This is not a uh, I, wake up mwah. at 7 a.m. guy. Um, yeah. Um, is that's... that the same guy that used to call and harass you at 97.1? I don't know. I, got I a remember lo- a guy named Julius who used to hit you up all the time on MySpace with that bullshit. MySpace? Yeah. Oh, please. I don't care. Um, Julius, you're the best, man. You just uh, been up a, been up for a few too many hours, I think. I stand corrected. <laughs> Iris, stupid hamster, there is a Bonnaroo, Scotland. Thank you! I knew it, I knew it, I knew it! There's two! Two Bonnaroo! Two Bonnaroo's! Oh, and uh, Steve says a hashtag for the surgery tweet. Hashtag nothing could save this guy. Tend to agree. I tend to agree. Yeah. Um, so uh, so uh, here's here's something that I don't want to depress you. I'm not trying to depress you, but in honor of Mother's Day, some of us don't, you know, not me, <laughs> not me, but some, I know some of you, you people out there in don't Radio feel, Land. yeah, you people don't think that, um, you know, maybe you had the best mother. Maybe you think like, oh, she didn't uh, take me to enough soccer practices and she didn't, uh, you know, knit me a, a nice scarf. I don't know what your complaint There's is. There's a lot of people who... I think instead of making their life better, they'd rather sit at home and complain why mom and dad screwed them up. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe your mom wasn't uh, a champion mother. Maybe she didn't get a world's best mom uh, cap. But (laughs) I can definitely tell you, dollars to donuts, she's better than a couple of these moms that I wrangled together. Oh, you got some uh, super moms? Um, Worst moms ever. AKA best moms ever because at that point it comes full circle to like if you exist on this planet you at least deserve some sort of a round of applause before you go to jail for the rest of your life so uh, here's a couple of moms that are going to make your mom no matter how crappy you think your mom was look excellent now I had a great mom you have a great mom I got a great mom I I currently have a great mom make it sound like she's not great anymore they're both great yeah and uh, many of you Ah. have wonderful moms but for the ones of you who don't let me just enlighten you to how it could have been. Uh, oh, this is a good one. A uh, 22-year-old Russian woman was arrested for trying to sell her nine-month-old twins for 200,000 rubles to an undercover police cop. Now, you I think, got two. I got two. But here's, yeah, you want tickets, 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 twins, twinsies. You're like, 200,000 rubles. Okay, I mean, I wouldn't do it, but... 200,000 for the pair. Yeah, you know, 15 gets you 20. That's so wrong. However, do you know what that translates to uh, in currency? $7,000. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. I could almost, well, I don't want to. I, I could buy one twin, I think, at this point. I don't I don't have the scratch for for 7,000. Yeah. But I could buy one. Oh, so, you know, we, we'll get a couple people here. You don't want to separate the kids. So no, you got to get an together. investor in there. We'll raise them in like a pen somewhere. A pen? Yeah, like a pen. Isn't that where you put Next year, you're going to be on that list. Oh, Oh, this is a good one. Always in Florida. It always happens in Florida. What is it about Florida? I don't know. You were there last year. I love 
Florida. I was. Well, you in, were in the good part. Well, I was in the south. You know, like uh, South Beach, Miami, Key West. I don't. I don't fuck with like Tallahassee. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, call us Tallahassee. <laughs> but um, this is a good one. Twenty-two. They're always twenty-two. That must be the witching hour. Twenty-two-year-old Stephanie Bigby Fleming tried to negotiate a deal to sell her eight-week-old son so she could buy a car. <sighs> Even worse, she had her mother, Patty Bigby, the child's grandmother, broker the deal. As soon as the baby was put up for collateral, the potential buyers alerted the authorities. Now, at that point, if you're, if it's like buyer beware and you're like, yeah, I don't think this is a good idea. I'm going to pretend it was a sting operation. But shouldn't the other guy get pinched too for saying, yeah, let's talk about this. You put your child up for collateral. Maybe they were just being curious to see, are they really selling a baby? And yeah. then when they found it, it was real. They're like, oh, my God, we got to call the cops. You're selling your kid You're selling them. for a Mustang. Yeah. Why? Now, this is one of your favorites. You're a big fan of Craigslist, right? Huge fan of Craigslist. Put that baby up on Craigslist. In the free section? or? Well, no. No, it's not stupid. You've got to get something for it. Um, oh, why did this have to happen in my neck of the woods? All right. the um, She tried to sell her baby uh, in Joplin, Missouri. I am from the Midwest. I apologize on behalf of everybody from the Midwest. Uh, Joplin, Missouri, she put her baby up on Craigslist. Oh, best part? Some would say the worst part. I'd say the best part for humanity. She wasn't even pregnant. Don't put your baby up as fucking uh, in the in the swap meat section if you don't have a bun in the oven, people. You, you didn't even have one, so it's like, I'm going to sell you my potential baby? Yeah. Oh, and this is my favorite. This is my favorite one. Oh, no. Oh, God. So disgusting. This is my second favorite one. This is so good. And again, 22 years old. I don't know what it is about you ch- you children. You 22-year-old children. Gina, juice, juice. you didn't do really stupid things at 22? That was brilliant. That was I did some really stupid things at 22. Yeah, I did too. We all did really stupid things at 22. I the moved, problem is yeah. when you have a kid at 22, so that stupid things that you do at 22, it affects somebody else. Yeah. Real stupid. Well, uh, Miss 22-year-old Sherry, Shari, Shellarina Butler. Shari, Shellarina Butler. From North Carolina. Tried to sell her two-month-old baby just to get her ex, uh, the father of her child, off her back. And that's the same state where they think uh, that kind of that's relationship cool. is better than two guys raising a kid? Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. But uh, you can marry your cousin, just not your gay cousin. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. No, but... Uh, your but gay cousin. You know what? I, I didn't make that up, by the way. It's all over the internet, but I love it. Um, so you, she tried to sell her her baby because her, her baby daddy was sweating her, and she had enough. But the mother of the year... I mean, and there's so many stories on here, but the mother of the year, the one that really, if, if we were uh, on the Heidi and Frank show, this would definitely be the ultimate contender for who's going to hell. Maybe we'll submit it for him. We really should. A 28-year-old Ukrainian villager was arrested for attempting to sell her little girl off to human organ traffickers for $12,600. You heard that correctly. For $12,600, she was going to sell off her toddler so they could harvest her organs. Usually people get like twenty grand for one organ. Yeah. You're no, giving away a whole human package? It's a chop shop. $12,000. 12, 12 dollars gets you a whole kid. Take whatever you want. That's and, uh, horrifying. Yeah. That is absolutely, yeah, who's going? That That is, whoa. That's beyond, beyond. 
You're manufacturing your kid for parts? For parts. For selling, parts. That, selling that kid for parts. So when next time you sit there in therapy and go, my mom uh, forgot to put my peanut butter and jelly in my lunch bag one time, uh, remember, at least you have your uh, fucking kidney. I swear to God, I, I feel like I got to call my mom right now. I know. Mom, uh, you're great. You, you didn't sell me. And you probably deserve to have that cereal poured on your head. Definitely. And there were a couple of times I probably deserved to get sold or put on Craigslist. Oh, God. But, uh, I would have put you up so fast. They kept me around. Through all the bullshit, they kept me. Look yeah. at me now. All right. We got to take a quick break. Should we say hello to this person real quick? Yeah, let's take a call. Because Spencer on the freeway Spencer. just wants to... Spencer. Hey, guys. Just wants to say hello. And by God, I'd like to say hello to him. Hi, Spencer. Good morning, Tina and Randy. Good morning. I'm waving at you, but I hear you're on the freeway, so you probably can't see us. Yes, I'm talking illegally on the phone. Oh, I love oh, that. Badass. What freeway are you on? Oh, I'm on the 101 in Ventura. I'm sorry. Wait, going uh, north or south? North. Oh, where are you going? Like Santa Barbara? I'm headed to Pismo right now. Pismo oh, you, I am so jealous, you motherfucker. Well, I'm, I'm, make sure not to not make like, that left at Albuquerque. It's not like pleasure. I'm going for work. People work in Pismo? What do you do? You, do you get paid to ATV and dune buggy all day? <laughs> I wish. Oh. It's, I'm an automatic door repair man. So Shut. So when you go to grocery stores, I fix those magic doors that open up. You fix you. the magic door? Shut your face I hole. I fix the magic doors. Okay. But I was just calling to say... Happy belated 29th birthday to oh, Tina. Oh, thank you, my dear Spencer. <laughs> that's really belated. Yeah, that was like five years ago. That's a couple of years ago, ago. yeah. Spencer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you bitch, Randy. <laughs> thank you, Spencer. We love you. And and at least if you're going to you know, go to work today, you're going north. Stay out of Hollywood. Stay out of Hollywood. I love staying Stay out of Hollywood. Hollywood. It's the worst. Uh, except but, here at beautiful Universal Studios. Well, but this is the valley. Yeah, this is the valley. Um, Spencer, you're fantastic. You're fantastic. You're fantastic. You're fantastic. No, you're fantastic. You're fantastic. <laughs> you can do this for a whole hour. <laughs> we can do this for another <laughs> half an hour. Um, all right, well, you go uh, You go get that door fixing on you, magic man, and we love you, and we hope to talk to you soon. And when I all get, right, like, I a big fancy mansion, I'm going to hire him to put one of those in my oh, house. Oh, you got to have it. Yeah, we, Spencer we put that. that. I've done it for Keanu Reeves, and I've done it for a few <gasps> other Wait, wait, wait. Keanu Reeves <laughs> has sliding glass doors that automatically <laughs> open in his house? He has a Gelson's door? <laughs> no, not Gelson's. But he's got a swinging one that's uh, half-inch, solid glass, eight feet tall, and seven feet wide. This is very interesting. So he's got a Kmart door. I, he's got a Kmart door, yeah. This is like, I would put this as a blind item. Like, you know, there's a celebrity out there with an eight-foot, five-inch uh, sliding door. You know why he did this, by the way? Why? He kept walking into the door. I bet you're right. Like a like uh, a oh I didn't know there was glass there yeah like a cockatiel, <laughs> um, Spencer we love you and we will talk to you soon buddy sounds good okay bye bye all right Probably we're gonna the most random yes. call we've ever taken that was amazing the guy makes sliding doors that open automatically he fixes automatic doors and he did one for Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves he's awesome and he was calling to wish me a very belated 29th birthday. All right, we will be right back for the last segment, Gene and Randy Show, coming up, of course, after us, Heidi and Frank, oh, the, yeah. the king and queen, and uh, we'll be right back.
Adam Ill with Delta9Vapes.com repping Team Persei. What? Are you ready to step your game up? I know y'all had the Omicron, y'all are vaping everywhere, but this is for the heavy hitters. The Persei got twice the power, twice the cartridge capacity. That's quadruple vaping power. Yo! Go to Delta9Vapes.com right now for your Persei for only $199.99 plus 10% off with promo code HFSHOW. What? Follow us on Twitter at Delta9Vapes. Hashtag Team Persei. Now back to the Gina and Randy Show, starring, you guessed it, Gina and Randy. Interesting. On the Toad Hop Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Gina and Randy Show here in beautiful... Universal Studios, Hollywood, California. Yeah. Leading up to the the royalty, as they were, Heidi and Frank, coming up at 10. Of course, you all know that. Now, Gina, yes. I have a question for you. At yes, 10 o'clock, are you going to try to get on Transformers today? Did you bring the right lanyard? Does this answer your question? Yeah. I'm going to try. Now, I'm sad that you're not going to go with me. I have to go to work right after the show. Whatever. And I have to actually go to my mom's to pick up, like, my social security card from like my new employer when, when most people say i gotta go swing by my mom's it's because your mom lives three blocks from you your mom lives about 45 minutes away yeah but i gotta get my social security card so i can have two forms of id so my employer knows i'm a real person i could tell and then him. i go to work i can tell him you're almost a whole real person they, they, that helps. They need real proof <sighs> i told them i got a bunch of people that know me they i don't said know it's not enough do you know where your birth certificate is my mom's house See, I I texted my mom, speaking of parenting, this poor woman has been through so much with us. Hey, mom, I really need to know where my birth certificate is, blah, 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 blah. Instead of going, yeah, it's right here, yeah, it's right here. I get back, how the hell should I know? And your brother just texted me the same thing. You guys really need to start taking care of your own stuff. I have a passport, I have a social security card, I have a driver's license, but I cannot prove prove that I was ever born. Oh, Can't do it. Go. Can't do it. Wish I could, but I can't. Only reason that I have mine is because my mom's got it somewhere. I would have lost that a million times. In fact, I think I gave my social security card back to my mom a year ago. Like, you hold on to this. That's probably fair. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to get it stolen. Something's (laughs) going to happen. I don't trust myself. I need to get one of those fire safe, waterproof uh, safes. That'll work. Get myself one of those. Maybe leave you'll, it at your you'll house. You'll lose the safe. Yeah. The yeah. only way that you're going <laughs> to save stuff is you leave it at my house. I'd be the one who would lose a safe that a human being can't even lift. But I'd lose it. I'd use it as a coffee table, put a, an afghan over it, and completely forgot where it was. Hey, where's all my money at? <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I have somewhere to put this ice cold drink and put my feet up, but where's my safe? And those That'd are the me. priorities in your life. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but seriously, you, Master E, yeah. get on Transformers today. Maybe I we went will. Monday with uh, the family and outside of the turkey leg debacle yeah. at Uni Studios. Come on, let's go. Yeah. It is the best ride there is. In ever? Is it, it going to make me throw up? No. Are you it, sure? It's okay. not going to soaring over California me? No. Here's, here's how I'm going to describe it to you. Take the Simpsons ride. I love the Simpsons ride. Imagine that it got banged by Indiana Jones ride from Disneyland. I'm listening. And that baby has like special weather effects. Boom, Transformers, the ride in 3D. It's like King Kong 3D and Indiana Jones and Simpsons rides all had a three-way and they made a movie. But I'm not going to get any like Shrek's like anal leakage on me, am I? There is no water effects in this Good. ride. Thank God. There's so right. many cool things they do, but the one thing they don't do in Trans... Never mind, they do. Oh. I forgot. There's a couple of times where you're going to get a little water. Not once, but a couple of times you forgot to warn me. 
<laughs> it's a cool part where it happens and it makes sense, but Universal, I don't know, they did some kind of research over People there. People love 5D. They think every ride you got to have water in it. You got to be sprayed in the face by water. Well, Even when you're on a ride with 3D <laughs> glasses, you got to be sprayed in the face with water. And it's fun when it's real hot out, but if it's like a cold misty day, I'm like, oh, I'm freezing and I'm wet. You can't go to Universal on a really cold day. No, because there's too many water attractions. There's too many water attractions, and the tram you don't want to do on a cold day. But they do have that nice toasty fire at some point, don't they? There's a couple of toasty fires at yeah. Jaws and at, you know a couple other things. Right. But Spoiler alert! Overall, you're kind of screwed. All right. Especially if you go at night. like That's why they usually close the tram around 4 or 5 o'clock, because it gets windy. And windy and cold. really bad. Why don't you enlighten us about some more mother's stories? Okay, I got a great mother story for you. In fact, there's this group, the American Coalition of Labor Reparations. Have you heard of them? No. This is a uh, a lobby that represents mothers and the fact that they never really get their due for the impossible task of giving birth. Well, it's not impossible. Well, it's, it's uncomfortable. very difficult. It's yeah, from what I understand. You think it's impossible. Yeah, oh, it's impossible for me. I have no oh, yeah. interest. But uh, they've come out with a PSA where... Moms across America, they want to get paid for this hard work. All right. If it uh, will. Oh, you're going to play a little audio for yeah, us. Yeah, I got audio for you very guys. Very exciting. I hope there's a long 30 second commercial beforehand for like. That'll be something. great. No, no, it's just not even playing at all. Oh, so. perfect. Well, that's what we do for uh, live shows. There's two things that screwed up today. <laughs> Hey, how about we do a live read instead? Yes! All right, guys, Mother's Day is coming up, and if you didn't get your mom something yet, you better do it right now, like right now, right now. And uh, if your mom is not a berry lover, she's definitely a flower lover. Maybe she's allergic to strawberries. Some people are. They go into anaphylactic shock. Some people can't handle chocolate, so yeah. some people like the smell of flowers. Yeah. So if you want to get your mom some great flowers, what's the, what's the best website to go to? Proflowers.com. Proflowers can, can anyone go to proflowers.com and see if that promo code works? It's Toad Hop. So what we do they do? I don't know if that and what's the deal? Yet. What's the deal? Well, if you put in Toad Hop, you get... Do you click on a mic or something? Because that's what you do on Sherry's Berries. You click on the microphone, you put in Toad Hop, and then you get two dozen roses <gasps> for only 10 bucks more than you already spent. So it's like, buy one, get one for 10 bucks. Two dozen? I've never gotten two dozen anything. That's a lot of rainbow roses. Yeah. And you get a free glass case with the dozen for glass only nineteen ninety nine. Glass case? Wow! Vase. A vase for your oh, case. Oh, a, a case for your flowers, which is a vase. Yeah. That's great. A vase. So, okay, so you go to proflowers.com, you click on the little microphone, you put in Toad Hop, you're going to, for $10 more, you get two dozen rainbow roses. Did this expire last night as well? We don't know. It says order this before Mother's Day, before the deal is gone. No. Deal might be gone, so... Check it out. Check it out. Go to proflowers.com. We know Sherry's Berries, because y'all did some investigative work while we were on the air. So proflowers and Sherry's Berries, your mom's covered, and everybody wins. Someone wrote on the back of this, am I a little hot? Yes, they did actually write that. <laughs> so that's fun. I got a great uh, story for you yes, guys. Yes, dear. One of my favorite people in the whole world... Oh, thank you. Well, not you. Oh. You're one of my favorite people in the whole world. Yeah. But I don't. I there. There are a few people that are that I think rank to your level. Oh, one of them is uh, one of my favorite heroes in the whole world, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, you love Sly. I have been a Rocky fan my whole yeah. life. I've been a Rambo fan my whole life. Give him a little bit. It's not my war. It's your war. Hey, how does the how does the thing go to Rambo Rambo too? 
I want what they want for us, for our country to love us as much as we love it. Sylvester Stallone has always been a magical figure in my life. Even like Demolition Man, which yeah. saw the best future-telling movie of all time. What about Copland? Copland's a great freaking movie. Really? How about Cliffhanger? These oh, are yeah. Classics. These are good movies. What about Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? That, have you ever seen that? No. That's a classic Stel film Getty, right there. man. There are some amazing Sylvester Stallone movies out there. Clearly. And uh, Elijah, if you could pull up this picture, it turns out Sylvester Stallone is more than human because he's been around for at least 500 years. Uh, what? A painting has been uncovered. A painting by Raphael called The Cardinal and Theological Virtues has Pope Gregory IX approving papal laws and standing in the background of the picture, which Elijah is uh, bringing up, it's on the screen, is Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> oh my God. It's That's Rambo. Sylvester Stallone. It's Rocky. That's Rocky. In, in, it's the Italian Stallion in Italy. In sh he's shrouded. That's Sylvester goddamn Stallone. Hey, Pope, why don't you write a good pop with her? You know, because like a fighter's got to fight, and a winner's got to win. <laughs> and if he's willing to get in that ring and go against me, then he must be willing to die himself. So if he got that kind of heart, then I got that kind of heart. So I could do this for Apollo. <laughs> That's Rocky. Get out there, because Pope Benedict VI loves ya. <laughs> I was just trying to do Mickey for your Rocky. That's a good Mickey. Thank you very much. Um, so that is incredible. Stallone has been around. Does this prove that Stallone is like a vampire? No, I think this puts Stallone at the level of being a mythological figure, much like Chuck Norris. Mm. Maybe Stallone will be the next Chuck Norris. Apparently Stallone, well, and I can speak from experience because I've, I've met him before. Oh, oh, nothing. You met Stallone? I met Stallone. Yeah, he used to come into the store that I worked at, at uh, the uh, men's luxury retail goods store. Okay, my first question right off the bat, because yeah. everyone always wants to know this. How tall is he That's really? That's exactly what I was going to tell you. He's about my height. He's your height. Yeah. Maybe he's 5'7", maybe 5'8". He seems like a He seems like a small dude, but that does not stop the Italian Stallion. No. No, nothing does. Rambo's 500 years old. That is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, can I do one more Parent of the Year story? Of course. Because, I mean, how? when else do we get to do this? I mean, you know, there's plenty of father stories. Oh, he, he burned the house down with the kids inside. I mean, horrible. Yeah. But some of these moms, they're just whimsical. It's funny that Mother's Day is the time when we need to talk about how bad moms can oh. be. <laughs> It's so good. But it makes us appreciate the really good moms out That's there. That's the whole point. Don't worry, moms. We're going to take you to brunch on Sunday. It's going to oh, happen. It's going to be great. I'm not. Look, your mom was far away. That's true. I'm not. What if you flew all the way out there for brunch? She, she'd kill me because she, as she's been saying to me my whole life, but I bought this for you with my money. What are you, robbing Peter to pay Paul? <laughs> She this, doesn't have, we're not Catholic, she doesn't sound like that. It's so, such a weird thing about Mother's Day specifically. <laughs> you can't go extravagant with mom's no, present. Because, because they she say, will yell at you. Yeah, she said that to me already. She goes, I got a package in the mail. And I go, yeah, but you can't open it until Sunday. She goes, well, you shouldn't have. And I go, it's just something little. Okay, little is okay. Big is not okay. Little is okay. Yeah, if I get my mom anything outside of a card with a poem... She goes, ape shit. I know yeah. a present. Why don't you give me a present? I don't need anything. Scare a bottle of vinegar. 
It's just it, moms are very, you know, very selfless people. Yeah, very frugal. Moms ne- to the point where they never think of themselves. They don't want anything. So yeah. it's okay to get them a little trinket, a little gag gift, but God forbid if you try to buy them something over a hundred dollars. But also, God forbid if you don't. Oh well, there is. <laughs> if you don't get the card, if you don't yeah. call her at Good 10 a.m. on Mother's luck Day, to you. You're going to have a really fun next seven years. It's true. Bad luck. Seven years of bad luck. One missed Mother's Day is seven years of uncomfortable family situations. All right. uh, I'm going to tell you a little something about an uncomfortable family situation. Shortly after meeting with a fortune teller, a British woman locked her children in their rooms, confiscated their light bulbs, took their toys and their mattresses, and later made the two of them work as slaves for uh, a couple of people. Oh, made them work as slaves for gypsies. Oh. Um, the abuse apparently lasted for six... Gypsies. Did it last for six days? No. Six weeks? Mm-mm. No. Six months? You wish. For six years. Whoa. She was convicted of two counts of child cruelty. That's it. She was sentenced to three years in prison, according to the Telegraph, uh, before a fortune teller told her to submit her children to this abuse. Uh, the woman uh, was a fine mother. The children said. Um, but she said after the, the fortune teller said to do this to the kids, they said they were treated like dogs. Um, they called the kids uh, liars. They said, you know, back to work, slave liar. And uh, and according to uh, the judge, he said, it is sad that seeing your children in court giving evidence did not uh, in any way melt your heart. It is sad that your initial period in custody has not changed you. Custody is inevitable. You have blighted the lives of these children. Uh, so uh, the daughter broke down at school in 2010, begging the teachers not to send her home. And that's when this was all discovered. So a fortune teller said, here's what you do. Little little Sally didn't finish her Brussels sprouts. No problem. Take out her light bulbs from her bedroom, her toys and her bed, and have her go work as a slave for gypsies. And uh, I will tell you, she will get those Brussels sprouts down next yeah, that, time. Yeah, that's how you really teach the kids. Yeah. Get them to work for a gypsy. Yeah. Always work for that gypsy. Now, I kind of wish that happened to me. I, let me let me rephrase that. Being a little girl, mm-hmm. I went through a major Annie Jones when I was little. Major Annie Jones. All I did was watch the Annie movie. I have video footage of I me dressed like Annie. That. I have the best video footage in the world of me screaming and dancing to It's a Hard Knock Life with a bowl and a washcloth that I'm pretending to wash the floor. And I was super pissed at my mom because she wouldn't fill the bowl with water. Turns out she's a genius. The bowl went everywhere. But I loved the idea of pretending I was an orphan. So I went through a stage with my parents where I was really, really obedient. And I would say, yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. Because and they were like, damn, Gina. But I, was pre- pretending, I was pretending I was an orphan with like mean, like adoptive parents. This is so hilarious. The, the fantasies children have. You have two really great parents. Yeah. I want to be an orphan. Yeah, I also watched a lot of, you know, Shirley Temple and all that stuff. So I, uh, I'm, you know, I, I, I pretended that I had like soot on my face and like curtsied a lot. And that was really my... into Oliver. Oliver, Oliver. Oh, yes, no. I was. Yes, I was. Can Oliver we take? Twist. Excuse me. Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist. Um, can we take a call from Oh Nothing, Japan? Yeah. Is that okay with you? What time is it over there? Let's find out. Hello, this is Gina and Randy. Who's this? Oh, this is uh, this is Miklos in Japan. Miklos, what's up? Miklos in mother effing Japan. 
I've been listening to you guys for a very long time. We love you. We get we get emails from Miklos. We love Miklos. Miklos, you're amazing. What uh, what what time is it there? It's one forty-seven in the morning. We're doing overnights. We're, We're rocking doing a third shift party. People, it's a third shift free for all more topics, better variety. And your phone calls are calling out, calling out, calling out. Do you have to get That's up for right, work or anything? I'm. Uh, I'm surrounded by many Asian women. Oh, I bet you are. woman. Oh, I bet there's so many Asian women. What's Japan like at 1.40 in the morning on Friday or Saturday, whatever day it is? Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's pretty exciting right now. Uh, uh, Well, where I am, it's not so exciting. I'm in in a very rural area. Oh. There's rural parts of Japan? Oh, yeah. There's Japanese countryside. Ooh. Exactly. Oh. So beautiful. I was supposed to go there for Suzuki training, but it fell through. And I'm so jealous that you live in the countryside of Japan. Oh, it's fantastic. Why uh, is that funny to you, Randy? Because I just picture you with those face masks. What brought you to Japan, Miklos? Kyogen? Kabuki? Uh, no, no. Actually, uh, wow, that, that, that's a very interesting question. Uh, uh, I, I came here, uh, actually, uh, for... Uh, uh, for a girl. Oh, uh, a nice Japanese lady. No, no, well, no, not exactly. Not even a little bit. Uh, that was twelve years ago, though. Uh, and uh, so you I followed a girl out here. to Japan. Um. Well, kind of. I what are you not telling us, Miklos? I swear he must. This have... is very suspect. Yeah. Either there's some details of this story that are real emotional for him, <laughs> or he's making this up because he got exiled out of the U.S. Yeah, or something. Yeah. What, what's the truth here? What, tell us. Tell us what's going on. What oh, bridge did you burn? Exiled. What's that? What bridge did you burn that brought you to Japan? Oh man, I've, I've burned so many bridges. I can't even tell you. Like, uh, uh, but the uh, that's why people move. <laughs> <laughs> That's why people move. So what? What? Why? Tell us. We want to know what brought you to Japan. Uh, well, I, I was going to follow a girl here who was from America, mm. uh, and then I ended up coming here, and then uh, and then I came here, and that and that fell through. But then mm. I got married. So you mean the girl wasn't um, like amazed and wowed and thought it was really romantic that you came all the way out to Japan? Uh, she, kind of. Yeah. She thought she'd be free and. Yeah, trying came, to get away from you. She came all the way out there to yeah. get away from you. And <laughs> said, hey, I guess I'm coming. So then you met another girl in Japan. Yeah, then I met a Japanese girl. Ooh. Ooh. Did she speak any English? No. Hot. That's, Do you speak any we Japanese? She was Japanese. We, we, we were married for six years. Uh-huh. And then we got divorced about four months ago. Oh, vey. What's a Japanese divorce like? Oh, God. Don't even get me started. Miklos, uh, our heart goes out to you. Are you okay? Have you? I'm totally good. I'm I'm, I'm watching you guys, so I'm definitely oh, okay. We love you. Can, do you speak Japanese? Yes, I do. Can I? I only know like two things. Can I tell you what I know? Okay. Uh, nani desu ka? Yeah, I was like, what is this? What is this pin? Oh, that 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 that'll get you into a lot of places. I bet. There's a lot of a lot of people's pants. And arigatou gozaimashita. Onegashimasu. Is konnichiwa a thing? Yeah, konnichiwa is oh. a good morning. Ohio? Ohio. Ohio kamanwa. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what? If you can say those things, then you you can get yourself into a lot of fun places. Ooh, I love that. Now, what? yes. I, gotta, I really do at one point want to explore Asia and Japan and all yeah. these things. What What is like something real fun to do out there that you can't do out here? 
Oh my God! You can do a oh gosh! Well, how? Uh, what can you say on this stage? Anything you want, uh, baby. You can, do they have those uh, used underwear vending machines like everyone thinks they do? Uh, they do in big cities. Not wow. where I live, though. That seems very unhygienic. Not in rural Japan, but Tokyo—they're all yeah, over the place. What's the most debaucherous thing you can get into in if you're really looking for some trouble in Japan? Oh my God! That's a great question, isn't it? Uh, um, oh, not gosh, you, of course, uh, but one of us degenerates. He's trying not to. Oh, no. I, I've, I, I've gotten myself into some crazy situations. Uh, really? Uh, foreigners aren't allowed into a lot of places, but if you go with a Japanese person, you can get into pretty much anywhere. Interesting. Uh, Why are wow. they trying to keep us out? What's with the xenophobia? Uh, well, you know, we, we have different uh, stuff that we do, so uh, they, they, you know... Yeah, you're really to trying to be like, diplomatic. Yes. Although, however, if you guys come over here, what you got to do is don't go to the vending machines. What you want to do is you want to go into like a like a sex shop uh-huh. and buy the used underwear there because it comes with a Polaroid picture of the chick who wore it. Shut your face. Are you serious? Awesome. Oh yeah. Have you actually? How, how many yen did that set you back? No, I've seen it. I just never bought it. He didn't it. buy it. Sure, of course. Or take it home and put one in the left hand, put one in the right hand, and let's go <laughs> underwear. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they do with it? I don't know. They put it on their junk. I thought they wore it like stormtroopers. No, 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 no. They they they, they take the silk and they they beat it. I didn't know that it, was a and thing. And then they look at the Polaroid. Oh, gross. This is what Japanese people do. Do you have have you ever been to one of those cat cafes that you get to play with the cats at the coffee place? Oh no, but I've I've, I've seen those places. I'm so excited. And, oh, I also heard that there's those rooms where you can like throw china and like porcelain and shit against the wall and break it to relieve your stress. That sounds oh, fun. Yeah, actually, yeah, you, you can do that at a lot of places. That's so great. That oh. I would do. That I would really do. Miklos, I have another question for you. Uh, yeah. Where did the name Miklos come from? Are you Greek? Oh, everyone says Greek. Yeah. But, uh, uh, t- Lithuanian. T- 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 well, take another guess. All right. Uh, Actually, I'm going to say I'm going to say my name the way that it said where it comes from. All right, Luxembourg. Mi- Miklos. Oh, you're Croatian. Oh, you're very you're so close to Hungarian. Oh, so good. That's why I said Lithuanian. I swear to Christ, I meant Hungarian. Hungarian. <laughs> Miklos. That's super fun to say. Do you speak any Hungarian? No, I don't. No. You've been no, to Hungary before? Not- no, I haven't. My, my my father was from Budapest, and I never went there yet, but I'm, I'm going there Budapest. very soon. Did your dad ever make, like, goulash? Oh, that's what I grew up on. Oh, I love goulash. goulash. Well, Miklos, this has been more than a pleasure. Uh, we love you. You've been a, a huge stud, a part of our world for a long time. Uh, we've been getting emails from you forever. And our daily show, PrettyGoodPodcast.com. We, we you're a Japanese correspondent. Japan, we can go. I yes. Go if we can ever go to Japan, we can go, says Randy. And if we go, we will come visit you. So I apologize in advance. We love you. We hope you get some sleep tonight. And we're always here for you, buddy. <laughs> we can go. We can I go. love you guys. And I will keep on listening all the time. Okay, Poppy. Mwah, big kiss to you. Miklos! Miklos! Oh, yeah. All right. Love that Miklos. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we actually got to get out of this bitch. Oh, yeah. It's 9.54. Yeah. Heidi and Frank are coming up. It's Friday. You know what that means? What? You get to watch them for free. Oh, nothing. Brought to Spons- you by my employer. 1-800-LOAN-MART.
Yes, that's coming up in about five minutes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back next Friday, every Friday for the rest of uh, eternity. Yeah, so set your alarm clocks. Don't stay up all night for the show. You're going to have a miserable Friday that's going to lead into a tired weekend. Get your beauty rest. Yeah. Wake up. I mean, hell, you go back to bed if you want after Heidi and Frank. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. But uh, definitely stay tuned for Heidi and Frank. As of, like, I have to ask people to do that. Yeah. We'll be back every Friday, 8 to 10, PST or PDT, depending P- on what uh, time of year it is. Right now it's? PDT. Later it'll be? PST. Good job. All right. We will uh, talk to you on Monday. Pretty good podcast. Prettygoodpodcast.com. And we will see you next Friday. Live. Live. From Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. Toadhopnetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching.